0: Like I've deleted the apps because I just can't look at another man face. Yes. I can't. I can't look at their dumb faces yeah. on a mountainside or like on a boat. Like yeah, I yeah, can't, can't do it, do it I hear you.
1: Hi, I'm Dahlia. I'm not your therapist, but I am a dating coach, a matchmaker, and your new best friend when your real best friend just doesn't want to listen to you anymore. So let's have it. start this week's listener question off with a shameless plug for myself if you listen to this podcast and you're like wow dahlia is such a great coach i just really would love a coach like that i could use a tough love cheerleader guess what i would love to work with you you can go to my snazzy new website made by my boyfriend thank you very much um you can also reach out to us at NotYourTherapistPodcast at gmail.com Or even reach out on Instagram, Not Your Therapist Podcast. I would love to hear about you and talk about you. And of course, that's also where you can send one-off questions, comments on past guests, um, interest in past guests, anything like that. So reach out to us, whatever your needs and thoughts are. Okay, so listener question for this week is, Asking for a friend, how many dates until you're in a relationship, in quotes, without, quote, the talk? I would say you have to have the talk regardless unless one of the people just does the thing where they're like this is my girlfriend such and such or this is my boyfriend da 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 and then obviously the person who is being referred to should bring it up if they have a problem with that but i don't think anything should be assumed without some sort of talk i think sexual exclusivity does not mean you're in a relationship with a person no number of dates makes you in a relationship person in a relationship with the person as you know i believe that it should be three months before you even agree to be in a relationship with the person even if you really like them you need that much time to kind of see who they really are feel them out feel out where the two of you are if you're compatible all that but if you're not sure you can always ask the question i generally think it's clear if you are in a relationship or headed for it but obviously you don't want to assume you don't want to be like i thought you were my boyfriend and this whole time You didn't think that or you had another girlfriend or whatever it is. So if you have questions, if you're not sure to the point where you need to talk about it, talk about it. Don't assume. If it becomes clear through the way they talk about you, you probably don't need to have a full talk about it. It's really up to you, but I don't think there's a set number of dates that means you are or are not in a relationship. A relationship requires both people to consent to being in a relationship and requires some sort of verbal acknowledgement of that fact. hello hi we are here with jenny zagrino she is an amazing comedian i'm so honored to have her in my home hello she's stunning she has been on conan and comedy central other tv and movies she's basically famous already so what an honor thank (laughs) Thank you for joining me do we want to bring up how i came yesterday yeah Jenny showed up at my house yesterday because she was so excited to record So pumped. and I was like and my boyfriend was like someone's here and I was like in my pajamas slash brushing my yeah. teeth slash oh you look terrified getting ready to but go I was
0: equally as terrified because I didn't know where I was no. I didn't know if it was in the right place no. and because a guy opened the
1: door and yeah. I was like oh no. That was confusing for all of us. Yeah. And then you were like, can I use your bathroom real quick? And I was like, sure. And then you're like, you know what? Forget it. I'm in a romper. It's going to be a whole ordeal. And yeah. I understood. And then we came back today. And we're that fine. And you look great. Thank it you. It feels like yesterday. <laughs> I'm wearing what more makeup than I was. It's good. We feel good. Okay. So Jenny's okay. here. I'll just kick it off with... Kick it off. Um, Jenny walked in and was like, oh, I broke up with someone what a few days yeah. ago? No, like Today? yesterday. Yesterday, was great. It? Okay. So was we're... it because of me? Was it because you saw me in the morning?
0: No. Okay. Just <laughs> no. making
1: sure I didn't cause that.
0: No, it was just. Uh, it was going into a platonic way. Like it was. I I felt it was unsaid. Going into a platonic way for me for you like they weren't doing enough initiative. Okay. We're like we hung out a few times. How did you meet? Um, on Bumble. Great. We hung out a few times. Um, I had. You know, um, it was like, we wanted a coffee date. Then we went on kind of like, we came over, went up sleeping together, which is, I don't mind.
1: Like after the coffee date? No, like, okay. like the next time we hung out. I was like, you had time like we hung caffeinated out. What, no. sex right away. That's so, so the, impressive. the next
0: time we hung out, okay. we had sex. Gotcha. Fine with that. Um, then, Then the following few days, we had coffee again in the morning and I was like, I don't feel good. And then I ended up getting strep. Oh my God. And so I was, like, really sick. But then when I was better, I was like, hey, cool. Like, we should go on a real date. And he's like, yeah, I've been waiting for that. But then, like, nothing. nothing but would still anything. talk to me. Mm-hmm. Was like We're out talking on the phone. But there was still, like, no initiative to, like, be like, I want to take you out and stuff. So in my head, I was like... I'm
1: done. Like yeah. I don't Yeah, you don't need to wait around for that.
0: Yeah, and like there are And nice. you didn't like
1: him enough to be like, Hey, can you take some initiative and ask me out
0: again? Yeah, I think for me, like I'm I'm kinda of those people where like unfortunately early on, like day three, I already know I'm like, No. You like if, if you can't do this much for me, like That's this true. early on
1: them. I mean, I do tend to think that, especially in this day and age, some men do need to be trained a little bit and, like, coaxed. Yeah. And it's okay for the first few dates if they have, if you have to do a little more hands on, as long as they pick it up eventually. I guess. If you're into them. If I'm, you're into them.
0: Well, here's the thing. You're almost 40. I am? No, that like this oh, person. I was like, Not wait, you. I am? you're almost 40, <laughs> you know that? No, this person's almost 40 mm-hmm. no, has totally. been in relationships. It's sure. like I don't I know. I don't want to do this. And I I have so much control and micromanaging in my own life. Yes, understand. That my relationship for me is a place where I don't want to do that.
1: And I totally understand that. I yes. do think I hear you, and that's what I tell a lot of my female clients who are really into their careers and really good at managing their careers and then they tend to bring that into their relationships yeah. and I'm like this is not the place for that unless that's the kind of relationship you want to have Yeah, and it can be hard for some of them to not do that so I'm happy to hear that you naturally are aware of that.
0: Yeah. I would
1: say if there's someone you're super into and they're not picking up on certain things or not jumping to the plate right away, I tend to be of the frame of mind of like anyone can be trained And we have to do it early on and let them know what you want. And also like you're doing someone a huge favor if there's something they could do to make you happy and you tell them.
0: Well, don't you think, I guess I've always subscribed to the idea that if someone wants to
1: see you, they'll see you. Oh, totally. I agree. I believe mixed signals are like a no.
0: Yeah, so if if this early on they're not making a push to want to see you, for me, that's either you're not super into me, or you don't have a character. You don't. You have. <laughs> a sound. This is my mom. I could hear it. Mm. A weak character. Oh. that I don't want to deal with. Wow. Yeah, as my mom would say, it's a weak character, Janya. You don't need them. Oh my
1: goodness. That bullshit. Your mom is Russian. She's Russian. Yeah. Interesting. I thought your last she's name also was Italian. Su- she's also
0: like been alone. <laughs> For a, a long time. There you go. <laughs> Jenny, she doesn't want to deal with anybody. a weak character. She doesn't want to tr- you tr-
1: trust anyone, Jenny. Like Okay, you well gotta I don't know about maybe you don't take all the advice yes, from your mom. True. You know? I agree. You don't want someone with a weak character, but I'm really a believer in in bringing out the best in people and giving people a chance. Yeah. And I always think there's, like, nothing to lose if you throw the bone one more time. Just if you're you're into it. If you're, like, not feeling it anyway, then no. Like, they should be fighting for you. But if you're like, oh, I really like this guy, but he just kind of dropped the ball, I think there's always an opportunity to be like, hey, you kind of dropped the ball. Here's one more chance to pick it up. Yeah. And if not, not move on. But, like, just because also, like, not to make excuses for anyone, but I do think a little bit... I've talked to a lot of men these days who are kind of like, well, I don't want to be annoying or like, I don't want to be too pushy or like, if she really likes me, shouldn't she do something? Or like, I don't want to have to, you know, and it's kind of a matter of like teaching them what you want and how much you want from them. Again, it doesn't sound like I feel like you would have more hesitation and questions about it if you were actually into him. So I don't think you were. Yeah. I I mean,
0: I'm, uh, yeah.
1: You seem like someone who knows what she wants and deserves.
0: I know what I want. I know what I deserve, but it is not coming and LA is not delivering. Okay. And it, so there's a lot I kind of do want to talk about. Cool. That maybe isn't like necessarily my dating, but it is my dating. I'm in a larger body and... Dating out here is a fucking nightmare if you're a fat person. It's and it is, ugh, God. So like I travel, I'm sure, on I'm yeah. on dating apps. Mm-hmm. I go to the middle of the country. Yes, you go to other parts of the country. Mm-hmm. People reply. People actually answer stuff. They don't do that here. I would have my Bumble or my Tinder open, and I would have ten or twelve open messages of just no response from these people. And then I would pay and see the people who are liking me, Mm -hmm. and they're so not what I want, I guess. They're unattractive to me. They're much older. They don't have the lifestyle that Mm -hmm. I would want. Mm -hmm. And it just really feels like when you're a fat person in LA, you get like the bottom of the barrel.
1: I can understand that. And you mentioned in our brief encounter yesterday that you wanted to talk about what you called fat phobia. Yeah. And I was like thinking about it this morning and I was like, this is going to be a really interesting conversation. I wonder if it's an LA thing or like New York thing or what big city thing, because I mean, not just for that, but for, for a lot of people... I say if they live here, I'm like, you should be importing from other parts of the country because like the general demographic here is difficult. I do think dating is difficult everywhere for different reasons. Yes. And I think it's difficult for everyone for different reasons, but... I do see what you're saying. I know that LA is a much more, like, superficial, shallow place. People are very concerned with, like, their careers, their image, whatever it is that we're all aspiring to be. There's
0: always something better. Right,
1: of course. And I mean, the always something better I'm less concerned with because that's always been the case. Even even before we had apps, it's like, of course, that could always. But when someone finds you and they like you, like, no one, at least no one you would want to be with wants to be dating or, like, wants to be out there. You know what I mean? So, like most people that you would actually want to date when they find someone good are going to stay there and stay with it. So I'm not as concerned with the always something better because I just think, yeah, that's a fact of life. Of course there is. Someone could leave you after 20 years of marriage because there's something better. Like we can't be afraid of that. But, and you just have to assume like, well, if they don't like me, I'll find someone else too because there's just so many people in the world. But I do hear what you're saying about LA being particularly hard if you don't fit a certain like look that everyone is obsessed with. And it's...
0: It's uh, it's to the point now where I you know, you read these guys' profiles and it is coded language Would it, like, what? of like I'm looking for a fit girl. Ooh. I'm looking for I someone who cares about their health. Mm-hmm. i look which is all this very fat phobic totally. to assuming that fat people don't care about our health, that we don't work out, that we aren't fit. It's just like you know, and it's almost like, well if I swipe on that person, like how how like how much of my humanity do I have to justify mm. if I go on a date with someone? Like how do I have to eat in front of someone like publicly? You know how much do I have to basically say this is my body and the way it looks and try to disprove all these like hidden things that the, that I yeah. see or like, yeah. and then even even to that exchange is like when. You know, I've gone on dates with people and they, because we're such like a diet obsessed culture and like a weight obsessed culture, we go on dates and they just talk about dieting or they talk about their fitness goals. And it's just like, I'm so out of that world Mm -hmm. having had like an eating disorder for half my life. I can't process that stuff anymore. So it just makes it even harder because this is such a fitness you know, health, quote-unquote health, uh, body-centric culture in Los Angeles that it's, like, if you don't subscribe to it, people think that, like, you know, you're crazy um, or that you are lazy. And then, you know, or you go to, like, I've been on plus-size dating websites, and it, and it's a fetishized thing. So it's, like, it's, it's just, it's harder. You're caught between, like, these kind of two worlds in a larger body here for dating where, Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be fetishized. Right. And, but I also don't want to have to, like, prove that I can exist the way I do. And I feel like I used to be, I used to be a a smaller size. So I'm, like, a size 16, 18 now. I used to be, like, a size 10. Mm -hmm. And the difference in the way I was treated, the way I was looked at, the way the dating apps worked for me is so insane how different it is. It, like, makes me want to throw my phone against a wall, you know? And it's been, like, I've been single for, like, three years, mm-hmm. and I'm not – I don't It's want this to turn into, like, oh, poor Jenny. <laughs> um, it's just, like, frustrating because I do go to, like, the Midwest. and I Of course. And I hook no, totally. up with hot dudes. Yeah. And, like, they say nice things. Mm-hmm. And, and they stay the night. And mm-hmm. they do all these things that, like – even though they're one it stands it's still like what it was supposed to be yeah and then here it's like I can't even get people to like look at me online
1: now I will say that you are not the you are not alone in the the LA struggle of dating regardless of the reason like people I hear all day long about you know not being able to get people to actually go on dates with them or not being able to get anything more than a one night stand. So overall, I think we can all do better as a dating society. I think people need to start treating each other as people even if it's for one night. Like Mm -hmm. everyone needs to do that. You don't assume just because you're not going to marry this person that you don't have to treat them with kindness and care when you've been inside their body for a night or like (laughs) whatever it is, seen them naked. You know what I mean? So like, I want you to know you're not although I 100% hear you and, and your like situation is something that I recognize. Like, I also want you to know that it's, especially right now, a little bit hard for everybody and like everyone's dealing with different problems, you know, and, and things that are making it hard for them. So I just, that's just for you to know, like, even if you for some reason drastically changed in some way like you would still be bumping up against us and this is why too like I always say as a dating coach I'm like there's a reason that everyone wants to meet their person and it's because like dating is not easy or fun for most people most people want to get out of there most people want to find someone and the other reason we want to find someone is because it's it's hard so that's appealing so we're like this thing this goal this dream this thing you know and it's like we're all trying to everyone's trying to get to that so in that way, like, dating is, quote, hard for everyone. I'm one person trying to make people be like, but dating can be fun, and, like, it doesn't have to be hard, and we don't have to dread it, but that takes everyone agreeing to treat each other like people. It is, I think, the
0: big thing about, because I've been think like, I was on tour for a very long time, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of home now for a bit, and it's like, how can I make this, how can I make this fun? How can I make this, yeah. like, I want to go on dates and, like, meet people. Mm-hmm and it is so mentally exhausting yeah. like i've deleted the apps because i just can't look at another man face yes. i can't <laughs> i can't look at their dumb faces yeah on a mountainside,
1: <laughs> or like on a boat, yeah, like yeah, I yeah, can't, can't do it. Do it I hear you. I hear and it, you. it's like,
0: but then it's like, where I'm not going out.
1: Well, that would be the answer. Yes,
0: I, yeah, I'm like with comics all the time.
1: Yeah, that's that's no. So, I actually, I um, I think this person's episode is going to come out after this one. Yeah, but I was talking to someone who, uh, she was struggling as well, and she gave up dating entirely for Lent. She wrote a book about it. And she focused on herself. She, like, figured out some other things she was interested in, into, picked up some new hobbies and stuff, none of it with an eye on, like, men. And then when she started doing those activities just for fun is when she met different kinds of people. And it's, like, both for the reason that it makes you feel better about yourself Makes you feel like you don't need not that I think you're a person who thinks you need a person, <laughs> but you you stop having the like something is wrong with me or something is missing because I don't yeah. have someone because I'm a fully realized person who has fun with these other things, and then you can meet people in real life. And in general, people do much better meeting in the context of something other than let's sit down and decide if we're gonna be in a relationship together yeah. with this stranger. You know what I mean? Like in general, that's why people get into relationships at work, in school, because it's like you can see someone in the context of a real world yeah instead of just like this is the first time I'm meeting you what are you looking for like that is so artificial and it doesn't work for anybody yeah I just I don't think
0: I can do it anymore I don't think I can do the apps anymore I you know the last two people that I've dated have been apps and I just they've been so unfulfilling mm-hmm. you know like I dated someone who was in transition and it's just like you know, I guess because I've been single for so long, I'm, like, ready. Mm-hmm. And then you are thrust into a pool of people who are drowning mm-hmm. in their own shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, and then they're just, like, um, like I felt like with that particular one, I was being used as, like, I'm transitioning and mm-hmm. I need a, a buoy to hold on to. Sure. Yeah,
1: I would say probably someone... I mean, I don't know, but mid-transition, that would be difficult. It yeah. Would be like...
0: And you just want to yell at them and be like, get off dating myself. Right. What are you like, doing? What are you doing? This like, deal with us. your
1: shit. Deal with yeah. your shit first. Or Not like, that that's shit, but you know what I mean. Like, people, deal with your... Yeah. Whatever's going on with you, no one should be actively dating when they're dealing with a bunch of emotional changes. Oh, yeah. Life. Or
0: like, oh, I've been single for two months. I'm going through a divorce. I'm just right. like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> this is Adult Swim, okay? <laughs> Go to the fucking kitty We need cool. to make a
1: dating app called Adult Swim. Yes. And it's like, only come on here if you've handled it, been to therapy, <laughs> and like, know who you are.
0: Like, it has to be connected to your
1: therapist. Yes. Your like. therapist has to approve you. That is such a good idea, actually. We should. Yeah, We, could, we could hook up with that Talkspace app, sponsorship, maybe. <laughs> um, and yeah, it would be great. And they would have to approve, like, this person is good to go. They're yeah. ready to date.
0: It's, yeah, it's. I'm I'm tired of that, and then I'm I'm just. It is so frustrating because I do, and I, one of your other uh, I forget who it was, but just talked about how like the dating apps don't fully, um, show who she is. Of course, and like I feel like that's, that's same for else. me. Yeah, It's yeah, like a comic and an entertainer, yeah, it doesn't fully show me, and, you know, I just, and then yeah, it's just like it's an uphill battle to be like hey, can you get over your fat phobia and, like, look at me as a person? And it just doesn't. And then, but then I will say there is a double side of, like, my own internalized fat phobia when, like, there are some, like, I'll go to, like, the plus size ones and I'm immediately just like, why? Like, there's a yeah. little voice in my head that's like, why do you like me? Oh. I'm fat. What's wrong with you? Well, I will
1: say, and and I may be wrong for saying this, but – When you yesterday were like, I know what I want to talk about tomorrow. I want to talk about fat phobia. I was like, What? Like I it honestly shocked me because I don't think of you that way when I look at you. You know what I mean? Like I would that would not occur to me. Like and and I'm not trying to say like it matters what I think, because clearly it doesn't. Yeah. But like that's just not How I I just wasn't expecting that to to be your thing. It is.
0: I mean, it's having been in both bodies. Mm -hmm. And then also I've just been in like a larger body most of my life. I've always been like on either, you know, large XLs or plus size. You know, I just I would watch my friends or I would watch like my sister and their dating lives and compare it to mine and it was always just like so much easier for them. And I would, I would be that girl who would go out with all of her other friends who were all smaller and I was like the one watching everyone Mm -hmm. get hit on and just, you know, being like, man, like this is such, I don't get to have the same amount of fun that everyone else is having. Like I didn't get to develop the skills of dating and of dealing with men because I was not approached mm-hmm. the same way. I mean, I'm and I'm saying that like there are definitely people who generally just like I like, you know, the way your body looks the same way as like I love beards. Yeah. Or, you know, I love this specific look on a man. It's like I understand if a dude's like, I like a big butt or I like yeah. thicker thighs. Mm-hmm. Like I get that. Um, it's just that the societal oppression of it is what stops it. So like maybe at the club gotcha. there were dudes that mm-hmm. were into me, but I would never have known because society deems tells it. Them tells don't them don't that do don't it. you're you're going for like the worst.
1: Where did you grow up? The Midwest, Minnesota Until. and Boston. And you found it a struggle there as well?
0: Not as much. So actually, so I didn't start dating till I was like Nineteen was my first boyfriend, mm-hmm. and I maybe had a, a kiss when I was like fifteen, mm-hmm. and then I lost my virginity to my best friend when I was seventeen, and we nice. never talked about oh, it, no. and never spoke. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. It was awkward, um, but yeah, I mean, I think too, like I, I was also not brought up in a very body positive uh-huh. household. Like yeah. I remember very vividly being told when I was. Like, maybe eight or nine, like, Jenny, no one is going to want to date you if you're fat. Ugh. No boys will like you. Thanks, mom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, over and over and over again. Yeah. So, I am already know that I'm dealing with my own shit, mm-hmm. right? And I'm in my 30s now, so I'm like, this, I need to, like, get over this stuff.
1: No, but I that's tried. hard and those are your formative years. Like my mom I mean, yeah. I think it used to be a lot more acceptable to say that kind of thing. Oh yeah, our eighties mom. Yeah, our eighties mom. She told me I remember one time, like I came home from college and she was like, You look like a tank. Love you, mom. Oh but my like God. <laughs> I was like I know I'm always like, whenever I'm like I'm like, Do I look like a tank right now? I'm like, what even does that mean? Like, what? And thankfully like, she's a powerful our, machine. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Because my mom was always, like, very, very tiny. Yeah. She's a tiny lady. And, like, I mostly have her genes, but, like, a little different, you know? Yeah. And so it was just always, like, well, let me just... I'm your mom, so it's got to be coming from a loving place. I'm trying to help you out. Oh, yeah. No one wants you to be a tank. Yeah. Well, there's know?
0: there was... I mean, our parents had this crazy idea, especially, like, if you were in a bigger body growing, growing up. I mean, I was put on a scale when I was five ugh, and put on a diet. So... They are thinking, like, the world is really cruel to fat people. I don't want my child mm-hmm. to go through that. So I will hurt them. <laughs> I will destroy them through telling them how bad, how fat they are. And that if it comes from me, they'll be like, well, it's coming from a loving place versus like someone yelling it on right. the street. And instead of building the resilience to be like, fuck anyone else who cares and like live your life it was just the opposite of, like, the actual hurt came from the family and not from
1: the outside world. Right, right. So, I mean, that's a whole other world. That's well, a whole other. there's a whole other. But it's true. true. If you're, like, the person who's supposed to love me yeah. thinks that I'm not good the way I am, then, yeah. what, then what do other people think, you know? Exactly. Like, the person who's supposed to accept me as I am can't do it.
0: Yeah. So there's something so wrong with me. I'm so much the other. And so then it started like a string of just like not good boyfriends when I finally did start to like, I mean, I would get, I went to a sex therapist when I was like 17, 18 because I would be so afraid of men mm. and so scared. Like like that they, they were, were
1: going to reject you or make Of you rejection feel, yeah. and make me feel bad mm-hmm. and
0: like the fear that I would have panic attacks if I was alone with a guy. So, you know, it was just like. I mean, this therapist, though, was actually pretty, like, insane. Like, she put me (laughs) on Ambien. Oh. Okay. Um, Just take this
1: before you're gonna have yeah. sex with a guy. That's be
0: great. <laughs> she would, she, she put me on, she put me on a, she's like, you have social anxiety. So she put me on a social anxiety medication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she was like, Well, also, if you do want to lose weight, here's some like then she put me on like a <gasps> kind of adderall type medication. Oh, great. And I was like, I can't sleep. But she's like, Well, here's some AM-AM. Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> yeah, I was this like is terrible. 18. Okay. It was Thanks, everybody. Insane. That's awful.
0: So, um, so, yeah, so I had a lot of, like, internalized fear for a long time. And then when I did start dating, I was dating, like, men who would just cheat on me all the time. Mm. Because I, like, couldn't stand, I was never able to stand up for myself. Um, I was didn't think I had enough worth to do it. And so it's, you know, it was probably not until, like, I was, like, twenty. Three twenty four. I dated a good guy, and that didn't work out because I was like, "You're boring." Okay. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: that's the thing. I always say, like, in your twenties, you really can't appreciate the nice boring guy. Yeah. But then when they come around in your thirties, it's like the prime time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, they're not showing. So up that's okay. More. They <laughs> will.
1: They will. I know yeah. they will. But you do have to also be ready for it and willing to believe that they really mean what they say and they, yeah. they can love you for who you are. Like, you have to not push them away because you're afraid of them rejecting you.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... But at this point, it's like... You know when you're like, okay, everyone, I'm ready. Yeah. And then you're just like, where, where is
1: everybody? Anyone going to show up? Uh. So, can I ask this? Because I'm always curious. And I... I've probably even asked this on other episodes in the past, but I always like to hear the answer, yeah. which is like, what to you does it mean when you say like, I don't like the, I go on plus size websites and then I feel fetishized. Yeah. That's not okay. What, like, how do you know if you're being fetishized versus someone just likes a big butt or whatever, I you know, mean, like,
0: it's like, I'll go on these, I'll go on, the sites and it's automatically like they'll just like be like oh hey thick mama or like oh, God. yeah I, like I love like I love your big ass now or do like, you think whatever. any of that
1: is them being like this person probably doesn't hear this all that much and I want to let them know that I love this about them or do you think no it's I psyched? think it's it's I okay. think some of it is legit like uh,
0: you mm-hmm. know just uh, the people on the internet being like I don't understand uh, how to talk to people so sure. whatever yeah. Um, and then I've just, like, dated guys who have always been into, like, bigger girls Mm -hmm. and, like, thicker women, and I'm, like, fine with it, but then it's also, like, it does feel like there's just some kind of, like, fetishy thing to it, and, you know, I guess for me, it's like, I'll date a guy with a beard, or I won't date a guy with a beard, Mm -hmm. or I'll, I'll, I date a lot of different Looking men, or and, and sleep with a lot of different looking mm-hmm. men, but I feel like if you only are sleeping with you know, it's like the same dudes who like only sleep with like Asian girls, it's just like that's weird. Why, yeah, yeah, why are you doing that? Yeah, and yeah. it's like the same with like, why are you only sleeping with big girls? Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, what I mean, it's a tough thing though, right? Because, like, I mean, obviously, I can't fully understand yeah. your experience, but. People all the time are like, my type is this. I only date this. And it's like, when it's a beard or when it's a height or when it's a yeah. something, we don't say it's fetishizing. We're like, that's just what they're attracted to. So, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, um, It is a I, hard line. Yeah. And I know people, men, who uh, just are not attracted to skinny women, are not attracted to... Because they're just like, ah, it just doesn't feel womanly to me or whatever. Nothing wrong with skinny women. Yeah. That. But, but you know, so it is kind of like, what's wrong if they are only attracted to bigger women? That's what does it for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where, yeah, where, how do you, I guess, I guess it's just a feeling you get. It's
0: a feeling of like, um, I think it's, you know, when I was younger, and in eating disorder world mm-hmm. and dieting world, mm-hmm. it was, why do you love this thing? I hate so much about myself. What's wrong with you? Sure. So it's a whole, like, why do you like me? There's something wrong with you if you like me because I'm so imperfect. Right. And so awful. Right. Classic young girl in her 20s. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And at this point, I've made, I'm, like, slowly making peace with all that Good. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in recovery for a while, therapy, all this stuff. Um. And now it's to the point where it's like, I just want to be seen as more than my body. And I guess I feel like when it is fetishized that way, it's like, well, then what if I lost this? Right. Or what if, like, because body weight fluctuates, no matter, like, whatever, what happens, then it's like, well, then if the external thing that attracted you to me is gone, then what happens? Right.
1: I think, but that I do think we all have because I do, I fear that, you know, I'm like, what if I have a baby and I gain a hundred pounds and I never lose it? Like, am I going to lose my boyfriend? You know? And it's like. There's, there's a part of that that, that all of us are yeah. dealing with and confronting, especially as women, of like, if we, we hear from all sides, you're going to lose your looks as you get older. And like, yeah. you know, we hope that our people will continue to be attracted to us. Yeah. So I think some of that is normal or is like just a universal experience yeah. for people. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, do you... So when you are looking for men... Mm-hmm. Uh do you have like a size preference do you find so, yourself like my dad you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <Just>
0: classic
1: <laughs> but do you find yourself like because you said the guys that do like you on apps are not people that you're attracted to I'm just yeah they're, they're just, just not it has nothing to do with like you don't want to be with someone who's bigger or
0: no I mean I've been I've been with bigger guys and I would say not like I've been with you know more of like chubby dad bod Mm -hmm. kind of Mm -hmm. things and um i think that just a lot of the guys who are seem to be like into like on these plus size websites are just they're much older Mm -hmm. they tend to be like in their 40s interesting yeah like tend to be in their 40s
1: um, now you're in your thirties, forties doesn't I, yeah. seem that old. It hasn't seem me.
0: that old, but like 45, 46, I'm like, I want to have kids and have a guy who can chase these kids around. Sure. And they just are a little older. They all look a little weathered. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, there's not attractive to me. And I don't know. I mean, there are like attractive guys who are into me. Mm-hmm. So it's like that exists. But just maybe not here. And that's the thing is I just am like, maybe it really is just here. And like New York. And I just, you know, you talk about like importing. It's like, great. I'd love to import someone from Minnesota. Yeah. But I don't want a long distance relationship. No.
1: You'd have to go there for like a show for like a month. Meet someone and then make them move here. That's (laughs) how that works. Um, Just to be devil's advocate. Yeah. I'm going to say maybe you, and I know you're done with the apps, so I'm talking more about in real life, but you might want to consider giving some people that you're not automatically attracted to more Mm -hmm. of a chance, just because if you want to be valued for who you are and not your body, not what you look like, which, of course, with romantic relationships, like what you look like is always going to factor into it because it's attraction, but you might... Just, and this isn't even specific to you, but in general, I'm on a mission to get people away from like, I was immediately attracted to him, Yeah. so yes, and I was not immediately attracted to him, so no, and more to like, just go on the date, go on a second date, go on a third date. I think with someone who's going to be kind and nice to you, that can take a minute for us to get used to and for us to be like, hmm, maybe that is more attractive than someone who doesn't want me. And... And like attraction grows, especially for women, I will say, it grows out of context. It grows out of how they treat you, them being around, them being consistent, them being into you can really grow. Whereas I often think the person that you're like instantly drawn to, attracted to, or even just like, yes, they are attractive. Yes, they're my type. Rarely turns into a long-term person. Well, I think
0: you know, with the reason why I'm just like, I'm done with the dating apps is because it is so much based on looks
1: and right. attraction. And it's really hard to tell. It's that. hard to yeah. tell.
0: And, you know, I've like, I've gone out with people who have asked me at shows, like have seen me perform oh, and I like aren't that. necessarily my type. Mm-hmm. And I've gone out and they've just proven to, you know, not be as interesting as I want them to be. That's so it's like, fine. Do you
1: generally give people more than one date if it wasn't a terrible date?
0: I mean, I can feel it. If like, if we're talking and there's, like, lulls in the conversation, I'm just, like, my brain is just, like, nah.
1: But you need to keep in mind that, like, you are very easy to talk to, smart, like, quick on your feet. You're a comedian. Yeah. You're naturally going to be good at dating and good at conversing with a total stranger. Most men that are not that are not going to be good at that. And they hate dating, they don't want to be dating, (laughs) they're going on the first date, super uncomfortable, they're waiting for you to judge them and tell them they're terrible and hate them and reject them. And they may need more than one date to open up and warm up and calm down and be themselves. Like, most guys you actually want to end up with are not going to be good on a first date. I don't really trust a guy who charms your pants off on the first date and is just like, I'm so... Why do you think that? Because those guys are... And these are huge generalizations. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, obviously, I'm not saying every single guy ever who's charming don't trust. But like, in general, a guy who's like super comfortable in that situation is like a little more extroverted, a little bit of a charmer, probably going to be more like you. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think that you as a performer want to be with someone like that. Like, you probably need someone who's going to be supportive, kind, understanding of your interesting lifestyle. Like, you know, patient, doesn't need the spotlight on themselves, isn't going to cheat on you. Like someone who's going to be like dependable and kind. The nice guy in your 20s who you weren't interested in is now hopefully going to be more interesting to you now. And that person is not an expert at going on first dates. That person is going to be awkward and shy and weird and uncomfortable. And there's going to be lulls in the conversation. And I'm gonna tell you to go on three dates with that person because oh, it feels like such a waste of my time. I know, I know, but I especially if you're not gonna go on the apps, like Ugh. we can't we can't handle any more narrowing down the parameters for you if you're if you're now even only gonna be meeting people in person. Yeah. Like if someone is smart enough I can't even meet people in person. I am
0: still terrified to like lock eyes with someone I think is cute and give them my number. I am horrified. And also I wanna be sober. Like I I'm Would like to quit drinking. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like, okay, cool. Like, how have I set up this world to have everything against me to, like, find someone? I'm going to be sober, just fucking scared and nervous at a bar, just sitting by myself in my phone? Yes, please. (laughs) Um,
1: I think that you are are setting yourself up to make it hard. I think you're making it harder and harder on yourself, and it's partially because... You've just had bad experiences. And so it's totally understandable that you're just like, I don't want to have those again. So where are all the ways I can prevent that from happening? Yeah. And it's like, no matter what you do, you cannot prevent something bad from happening. Like you just can't. Yeah. Like like I said, you could be married for someone to 20 years, to someone for 20 years, and they could leave you tomorrow, no matter what you do. So to live our lives, trying to prevent things is kind of like futile. And you're just going to back yourself into a corner alone. Yeah. And and that's not to scare you, but that's to say like maybe loosen your grip on some of the protectiveness of yourself. And of course, no one wants to get hurt again. No one wants to be rejected. No one wants to feel like shit after a yeah. date. But like you have a support system. You're not in your 20s anymore. You're not in your teens anymore. Like you have a therapist. You you like are a confident, strong, amazing performer. You have an amazing career. Like you're going to be okay with a little bit of not that great dating because you have to go through it. Like there's no way to be like, I'm not going to go through this. I'm going to have only good dates or only good experiences. Like then you won't have any experiences. You know what I mean? Like I think you have to trust that you will be fine and you will bounce back from that. But you have to go through that to get to what you want. Yeah. And like when you're like, I'm ready, part of the being ready is being ready to have the bad stuff happen also and knowing that you're going to be okay. Yeah. And like you are. And also, I'm a big fan of giving out phone numbers. I talk about it all the time. There are many different ways to do it. You especially, after a show, if the people approaching you aren't the ones you want, you need to approach the ones that you do want and be like, hey, my name's Jenny. You probably saw me up there. He's my number. I thought you were cute. Let me know if you want to get a drink sometime. Yeah. Like, no big deal. If they don't call you, who cares? You gave them a huge compliment. You made them feel good. Yeah. And then you know that you did what you could do. Yeah. I know it's scary. Like, I know. But especially after you've been on stage and people have seen how great you are, which you are, like, that's the perfect time. You know? They're going to be so flattered. And do it on your way out so you don't have to, like, stay and talk to them. Like, I'm on my way out. Here's my number. See you later. Call me if you want to get a drink. I I did
0: do this once where I was like, I'm going to talk to someone. Like, there was a, stupidly, a manager of a club. Which I know was a no, but they are far. I don't believe in no's. I away. I believe in yeses. And I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna ask them to like come over. I'm like, I'm gonna do it. Flat out rejected. I was like, man, that yeah. sucked. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'm not gonna do that again.
1: <laughs> but well, but close the shutters. Sure. We're good. But you were like, man, that sucked. That hurt. Did you survive? I did. Yeah, you did. But now I'll never work at that club ever again. Really? Why? Oh, I'll just just make sure I avoid it. Because you're embarrassed? But see, this is the thing is you're like, you have something happen. So you're like, never going to do that again. Like, let me get in the front of that. Like, no, no, no. Protect myself. And like, who cares? Like, get embarrassed. Like, you as someone especially who is a comedian, like, your job is putting yourself out there to fail every single night. And it could happen. And you've managed to overcome it in that way. So in that way, I would say, bring some of that into your dating life. Yeah. Like, on stage, you're not afraid. You get up there and you're like, whatever, I'll we'll fucking see what happens. And I'm sure you've had bomb nights and I'm sure you've had bad experiences and you still keep going because you love it and you care about it. Yeah. And this is something I find so much too with people who are really good at their careers, really in it. And for some reason that like, I'm going to succeed and I'm going to do this no matter what attitude doesn't apply in their dating lives.
0: Well, cause you can't control it. You can't you control, can but you control can't control your
1: career either.
0: Well, I feel like with stand up, I can always control when I go on stage. Do I mean for 90% of the time, unless the show's canceled or they're just like, we don't want to bug you? I have control over what I'm saying, the things I'm doing, if I can go on stage or not. And in dating, there
1: is no control over it. But that's not true because in dating, you have control over over yourself, but not over the other person. But you don't have control over the audience when you go on stage. I mean, you don't have control over them, but
0: I guess it's like you control where the show goes. Because I can take responsibility if I have a bad show. I can be like, right. you know what, I came in, my arms were crossed, I was closed off to that audience, or I did some brat bad crowd work, like I know what I did wrong there. But it's like, again, like that episode about ghosting that you did, where it's mm-hmm. like, there is no control to that, and it is so... It is so as someone who just loves to solve and loves to have logic and have all my shit together, there is no logic to that. And it is so frustrating and so painful that it's just like, like, why?
1: But that's where, but like you just said, yeah, I mean, sometimes the club doesn't want to book me whatever. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Sometimes a person just doesn't want to date you and if you can apply that same like it's not me there's nothing wrong with me it's just I'm not right for them they don't want me at this time there's not room in their schedule whatever they're already booked whatever it is you know is like taking that strength that you have with your career and that ability to say this is what I can control this is what I can't
0: yeah and it's
1: not personal it's not about whether I'm good or not is the same thing that can be brought into your dating life to make it feel like it's more in your control. Because you also said sometimes, like, when I do bad, it's because I cross my arms, I came to close off. That's the same thing people do on a date. Like, they come in closed off. They come in like, oh, how are you going to disappoint me? You know, or like, how is this going to go bad? How are you going to reject me? And it's like the same thing. That doesn't work on stage. That doesn't work on a date. I mean, I actually think there's potential for you to be so good at dating and enjoy it so much. And I do believe it's a skill that you can work on and learn because you're a really talented, charming, lovable comedian. You're not even a comedian that's like, I talk about the sad things in my life and I'm self-deprecating. You're like very charming, very funny, like adorable. Like you're just, you know, you light up a stage and there's no reason you can't feel that good every time you go on a date, regardless of whether they book you again. You know what I mean? So I think... Finding that in a date, like when I, when I used to date, when I used to date, um, so, so, <laughs> for some reason. back in the day, but like I thought of it, this is going to sound terrible, but I thought of it as like the Dahlia show. I'm like, I wear my same costume every time. Yeah. I know, like, my place that I like to go for my drink. I know the things I like to talk about. And sometimes I would get bored, similar to a comedy routine. I'd be like, we're going to change it up tonight. I'm not allowed to talk about that thing. Or, yeah. like, I'm going to wear a different outfit. I'm going to see what happens if I go, like, to a different place. Or if I have an extra glass of wine. Or, what you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, making it fun and interesting. And thinking of it as, like, my own little performance. Yeah. And, like, how am I going to do with this audience? How do I get this audience to like me? You know? And it, it that might sound horrible to some people. <laughs> but like I feel like you can understand that because like you know when an audience is like you want to get them on your side and you're like Mm -hmm. how can I get each audience is different so you can't just always go up there and go on autopilot and be like yeah I'm just gonna do my jokes and they're gonna like me or not you're like okay they responded to this and you kind of like tweak your performance and your rhythm and whatever it is to let them in and I think you can have fun with dating in the same way and I always tell people who struggle with this that The goal of the date should not be, like, figuring out if they're the right person for you. It should be getting them to think you like them. Yeah. Getting them to think you have a crush on them. Because especially the guys I'm talking about that I want you to date that are, like, not as good at dating and that are a little uncomfortable, they're going to relax so much when they feel like you like them and when they don't feel like you're just... I don't like anyone. Well, we have our problem.
0: (laughs) I really am just, like, going through my Rolodex of, like... Do I like anybody? Maybe like, not. I don't. Like, okay, so I was learning about this thing called, like, aromantic.
1: Okay. Which I think is a little bullshitty. No, but I, yeah, I know what you're talking you know about. What, you yeah, know it's aromantius. where you just, like, don't. You can, like, have sex with people, but you don't have romantic feelings. Which I feel like is just a cop-out for people being like, I'm a fuckboy. Sure. Um, 100%. Sure, though. I, Actually, though, I don't because I really do believe that you need to know who you are. For a long t- time, I thought I was only capable of short-term relationships because I would yeah. like, lose interest at a certain point every time. Turns out that wasn't true. Yeah. But like it might be, might have been true for my 20s, you know. Yeah. I just feel like,
0: you know, I just, I feel like I've been so turned off by the dating in LA mm-hmm. and just what it's been like here that I just am like, I guess I'm going to be an aunt forever. Do you know what I mean? Sure, and it sure. feels like it's, Ah, it's just really frustrating, too, to just, like, not even be interested in anyone either. And, like, you know, I also find a bunch of reasons, like, they work in the same industry as me. I don't want to do that. Or, like, they're my neighbor. I don't want to do that. Like, to have to see them after we break up or whatever it is.
1: So, I think you,
0: I'm a wall.
1: You I'm have a wall. You are a wall. You have a wall from
0: having to deal with, with bullshit. Bullshit. Yes. My entire dating life. Entire dating life. The only, like I said, the only I dated one nice guy, who the only reason we broke up is because I moved across the country because I could not break up with him because <sighs> on paper he was so great, but there was just like that one thing I don't know what it was, but I would get like this rock in my stomach. That was like you need to run, you need to leave. This is so bad for you.
1: Like, do you like think panic, that was panic, real, panic. or do you think that was panic, panic, panic? And I don't want to let someone it's almost like in. it's
0: almost every relationship. Interesting at, at this point where it's just like panic, panic, run, 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 run. A physical rock, and then uh, like it will ignite. Like eating disorder behaviors,
1: it gets very, I get very like trapped feeling. So when you say you are ready, yeah, in your mind, what are you ready for? What do you want? What I'm, do you
0: want? I am ready to like uh, meet someone and like start to build something with someone, mm-hmm. and I'm ready to because the way I see it is like I can't deal with it if I'm not in a relationship. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I can't deal with where these panic feelings are coming totally. from. If I'm not in it, because I don't have them, now I feel great. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. My, my my solar plexus, my, you know, yellow chakras just shining yeah, mm, bright. Mm. But if, sometimes if I get, like, cornered into a relationship, it just goes off. And then sometimes it is, like, you know, yeah. I've never been taught to trust my own body. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, so it's, like, even if I am in a relationship where... It will go off and I'm like, this is just like my panic and my whatever. And then later on in the line, I'm like, oh yeah, it actually was not a good fit for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready to be on the dating world and start dating and like meeting people and try to build stuff with a specific person. But again, it's just like, well, no one's showing up. I have, I have the barbecue out. I See, but I don't think... my
1: party gets. I I, I do agree, but I don't think you're really showing up. I think you put the barbecue out, you set up, and you went back inside the house and closed the door. Like, I think you're like, my career's great. Technically, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And I agree with you. I don't think you can work really on relationship issues without being in a relationship. But I also think some relationship issues, while they seem like relationship issues, are actually other relationships that you haven't dealt with maybe with your mom maybe with yourself those kind of things so I think on the one hand yes you need someone to work on those things on the other hand if you're going on these dates and your wall is still that high up and you are still rejecting 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 before they can reject you then you might not be totally ready like if you are if you are genuinely wanting to get into a relationship you're going to have to forcibly Take your wall down. And that's going to mean doing things differently than you usually do them and not allowing yourself to reject, reject, reject. Yeah. Like, when you feel that, you're just going to have to go, shut up. I'm doing this. Well, how do you do that if no one is showing up? Well, but I think people are showing up because you had three dates with this one guy and then you ended it because he wasn't stepping up. Yeah. I I said you could have given him another chance. You said no. Like, and now you're saying, I'm going to get off all the apps. I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. I mean... I don't believe in magical thinking, but I do think that people can feel when you're already on the defensive and the like, how are you going to disappoint me? You know, or like I've been disappointed. So what you may need to do is take a total, total, total break, completely put it out of your mind. And I don't recommend this to most people, but I will say for (laughs) you, I will allow this. Okay. That you take the apps off, you don't try to meet anyone in real life. You completely allow yourself a breather to just not even think about it. And when you start thinking about it, you're like, I'm going to think about something else. What else do I, like, why is my mind wandering there? I'm going to go, what else do I want to do today? What else am I interested in? Like yeah. some other thing besides comedy and besides I'm crying right men. now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's good. That's. I wish I had a chocolate bar. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: because I know why. It's because it's like... um, Hold on. It's more of like... The other. I I don't get what everyone else gets to get.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah. But I'm telling you that you do. You really do. And I know that sounds like just so Pollyanna and like stupid of me to say...
0: I know, like, I know I deserve all these good things. I know I do. There just is that part of me that's, like, I am the other and I don't get to have what everyone else has.
1: I know that's how, that's how it (laughs) feels. And I I know, like, obviously, I'm not going to tell you that's not your experience. Like, that's, that's your experience. But, like, you have to decide that that's not going to like that you're not going to let that stop you anymore. You know what I mean? Like I feel like because you've had that experience, you're letting that just scare you and protect you from like being able to move forward allowing the thought that maybe that's not going to happen again or maybe it is. But like again, like every person for whatever reason deals with so many disappointments and rejections before finding their guy and then even after that he could disappoint and reject her so you have to find a way through that to believe that that doesn't have to be your experience you know and that Mm -hmm. like that's gonna be your experience from time to time but it's it's everyone has to go through all this shit and this pain to get what we want whether it's for your career or for your life or for your romantic partner you know what I mean and like I hear you like I hear you and I and I I wish I could be like that's not gonna happen again but I but I'm not I'm just gonna say like that has to happen probably a few more times which is terrifying and not at all appealing and makes you want to run and hide and hide but like if you really do if you don't want a partner then by all means Carry on. You know what I mean? Like, do what you're doing. Maybe someone will fall into your lap. Possible. Not likely, but possible. It happens. Could be five years. Could be one year. Could be today. But if you actively, like, it's important in your life to have a partner or to start having more of these experiences, then you do have to decide to go out there and fucking get hurt again. Yeah. And it's just the shitty reality that we can't just be like I'm ready and I would like it to take one time and be done (laughs) like that'd be so great but like it really is I it really is a skill and it really is just like anything else like your job that you just have to be willing to go through the shit because it's important enough to you yeah like there's no job there's no thing worth having that doesn't require some shit and you just have to decide it's worth it enough to you to go through it I just don't know if it is worth it here. It might not be for you. I I won't allow you to say because here I can't find anyone cuz I I don't think that's true. But I think you have to decide that like you're okay getting hurt, rejected just like everyone, like everyone. And I understand that you that is it feels especially hard for you here. Than yeah. it more than it does for other people, but I have, I can tell you, I have so many clients who are not in a bigger body who have the same story, who have the same exact, like, I don't want to be rejected again. I'm rejected because of this, that, I don't want to go through the pain again. And I'm yeah. like, it's just kind of what we have to do to get what we want. And with your career, it didn't stop you. Yeah. You know, it never stopped you. Comedy is not easy. You, you made yourself a successful career in comedy like that's crazy yeah no one can do that you know almost no one so it is clear that if you decide you want something you are fully capable of getting it it's not in your control in the same way as a job and like hard work and perseverance will pay off in this amount of time but in the end yes hard work and perseverance in dating will pay off yeah it doesn't sound fun. I know.
0: Not at all. No. So why is this fun? It.
1: But I'm telling <laughs> you, so I'm telling you, if you can turn it into rather than I'm going to go get rejected on this date or like I'm going to go see what this douchebag is going to fucking do, you know, like yeah. if you can go and and this sounds so stupid, but if you can go and get them to think that you like them, like you. that is your goal. I'm going to make them think that I would sleep with them right now. I'm going to make them think that I'm super into them. With the wrong guys, it'll just make them annoying and you'll be done. With the right guys, (laughs) it'll relax them and they'll be able to be like, oh, I'm not on the like judge, you know what I'm talking about. Like I'm not standing up here to be judged or torn down or rejected. She doesn't hate me already. She might even like me. And what happens to people when they feel like the person they're with likes them is they can relax, their confidence grows and they in turn become more attractive to you. Yeah. Because you, I'm sure, are attracted to a confident person who can like carry the conversation, be charismatic and that can happen but it can't happen if they aren't naturally good at dating and then they're sitting here feeling like they're being judged or it's going to get smaller and smaller and less and less appealing and less attractive and especially because you want a guy who can step up to the plate. You need to like, as much as I wish we didn't have to do this, we kind of do have to coax the alpha male out sometimes or the, just the confidence and the, you know, um, just them wanting to come after it for us. We have to be like, I want you to, I'm here. Like, I'm not going to reject you. Just like you're afraid of being rejected. They are too. Yeah. Even if it doesn't seem that way. Because they're also much better at like covering it up with just like, oh, I'm not that interested anyway. But
0: isn't it, isn't it frustrating yeah. Aren't you,
1: that women have to do this?
0: Oh, that yeah. we have to like keep bending to their egos all the fucking time. Okay, but
1: it's not all the fucking time. It is at the beginning. Okay, it's at the beginning. So I, this is why I also say, do not allow anyone to be your boyfriend for the first three months. Yeah. Because that's like how long to figure out who they actually are, to see them in different contexts in the world. So, like, even if you had an amazing immediate spark, they could turn out to be a psychopath. So you want to give it three months before, like, putting that label. Because once we put the label, we're like, well, now I'm just going to be fine with whatever because I've made this decision. Yeah. And we don't want to do that. You want to keep the label off until you've seen them either grow for better or fall apart in front of your eyes. Yeah. So, yes, at the beginning it's fucking annoying that we have to be like, let me make this easy for you. Let me think. Let me make you think I have a crush on you. Yeah. But it's the fragile male ego and it it has to be coaxed in the beginning. And then once they feel good and feel comfortable, you can start being like, this is what I need from you. Yeah. You haven't been doing this. I need this. And hopefully you only have to tell them once. Yeah. But if you can be clear and direct, that also puts people at ease of being like, this is what I want, this is what I need, this is what I expect, then they don't have to wonder, am I doing okay, am I doing it right, did she want that, am I doing too much, am I coming on too strong, Like everybody hates that dance, so if you can be the person that knows what you want and is clear about it, that's also going to put them at ease and make them either show you they can give it to you or not Yeah. and you'll figure that out, so I'm not going to tell you you have to go back on the apps because I understand (laughs) that you don't want to do that.
0: Well, I mean, what do you think? I'm sure you've already told your piece on the apps.
1: I mean, the apps are different for everyone. Yeah. You have to decide that, like I said, you're in it for the shit haul, like that you're just going to deal with it. Yeah. And you kind of have to, if you're going to do it, one thing I'll say is don't be like, I'm doing it. Download three apps. Log into all of them, swipe on all of them, then get really fed up, go on three bad dates, and be like, "I'm deleting all of them." Oh yeah, and then I you get, delete them all. I get
0: like fatigue. I get right, I get right, right. So what you want to do is fatigue. like facial <laughs>
1: fatigue. I love that. <laughs> um, what you want to do is like one MFF, or two apps. a terrible. Male facial fatigue. Um, <laughs> I was sw- I'm swiping for one of my clients right now, so I totally. Oh what really? You swipe yeah. for them? Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, gosh! How does that work? Just it's, like yeah, it's a service that I offer. Um Basically, I just like swipe and then I chat and then I get to the point of setting up the date and then yeah. I'll send it to her and be like, "Are we good?" And she'll be like, "Yes," and then I'll set up the date. Wow. Yeah. And it just means that she doesn't have the emotional exhaustion of having to do it. Yeah. Which is great because she gets like a few people from me a week instead of having to like sift through.
0: Yeah. All these no, people. it's it's yeah. emotionally taxing. Yeah. And it's emotionally taxing.
1: So. What I would do is if, if you're not going to give up on the apps and you have to really look deep within yourself and say, do I need a full break right now? And if so, that means a break from everything. I'm going to set a time limit and I'm not even going to really think about this problem at all yeah. for like a month. But if you want the apps, I would keep it to one or two. I would give yourself like, I'm going to swipe on them two days a week for a half hour in the morning and a half hour at night to respond to my morning messages. Like, it's not a mindless, down-the-hole suck of your time and energy. Yeah. I also encourage people to use, like, Instagram as a dating app. Like, if you see someone you like on there, send them a DM or, like, a friend's friend or whatever. Never hurts. Like, I think of all this much more as, like, throwing spaghetti at the wall and just, like, doing... If you're into it, just, like all fronts like two dating apps message people on instagram meet people in real life like yeah do events like go go to things other than comedy shows or whenever you do have comedy shows be like i'm gonna give out my number once a week yeah and like just attack on all fronts and decide you are in it and you are not giving up yeah and you are not no matter what happens going to get fatigued or give up if in that time you need like I'm going to take a whole day for myself, not talk to anyone, not go on any apps. That's fine. Like, you need to listen to yourself. Yeah. But I think that you're doing, you're a little trigger happy on that and you're a little like, okay, I didn't like that feeling, so yeah. I'm backing off now. And unfortunately, there's no way around that feeling. There was no way around that feeling in the 50s when people, like, met at a sock hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like People got rejected and disappointed and shit all the time. Like this, like I was watching Pride and Prejudice and they're like, he was supposed to come call and they never show up and then they don't hear about them for a month because they went back to London and it's like the ghosting happened then. Like, wow, you know, like, yeah. So I think to stop telling yourself the story that is very real to you and has been real, but you have to decide to stop telling yourself like, yeah you're the only one going through this and that like this pain means you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. It's just part of it. It's part of it. And it's part of getting there. Like I tell people you have to go on a thousand dates. Tell yourself you have to go on a thousand dates before you're going to meet your person. Yeah. So then you won't think of it as each one should be the end. Each one should be, this is it. I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. It's like, it's just a thousand. It's that whole, like it takes $10,000 to be an expert thing. It's like, you're just not going to get there any other way. Yeah. There's no way around it. The only other option for you would be to decide, totally give up, not try at all, and maybe someday someone will fall into your lap, and that would be great. But, like, that doesn't really happen. I think I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> the your mental prerogative. The
0: mental, I'm just, like, thinking of, like, the mental exhaustion. I know. Just, like, first dates and being, like, so
1: well, But I think if you can think of things. the first date as, like, performance like jenny zagrino live at the pikey with a dirty martini like i don't know what you drink that's what i would do (laughs) many dates at the pikey um but you know like if you can think of it as like i'm gonna go have fun and show this person like how fun i am and get them to be my favorite audience yeah but like it's not about getting them to like you, accept you, it's just like, I'm going to win you. It's like a game. For me, yeah. that made it more fun. As a performer, that made it more fun for me. was just like, it's a game. It's the Dahlia show. Like, uh. And then, of course, I would get burnt out sometimes, and I'd be like, I'm just not going to go on a date tonight. Like, I just can't. I can't. I got to yeah. take care of myself, and that's fine. Or like, I'd sleep with a bunch of people, and then be like, I can't allow anyone into my body for like a month. Yeah. You know, like, and you have to listen to yourself. But I think what you said about not... Fully trusting your body because you get this instinct, this rock in your stomach feeling. And I think right now that feeling is a little extra sensitive and ready to go. Yeah. So it's like you get it right away and you're like, nope, that's a no. And I think you have to relearn that. I, th- I think but that But is, feeling- is
0: that your gut just knowing? Like, do you, do you believe that there is like a gut feeling where your body or you know immediately if a person is like. No. You don't think so? No.
1: I think you know if you're in danger. Yeah. I think you know if you're repulsed by someone. But I think but I, like,
0: I mean I will be repulsed by the way
1: someone walks. Do you know what I mean? Then like, that is wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you, to need to be relearn, fair, you need to learn. You need to this person
0: that I was repulsed by the way they walked ended up again being trapped. Like it in the beginning, I'm like, no, it's just me. And then they always in the end, I'm like. Oh no, they really were trash.
1: They, but they might have been trash if they had walked great. Like you have to stop making these connections. But between, I wonder if I'm just really good. at No, it. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm
0: just really good at. You knowing might be really, really good
1: at protecting yourself and staying alone. That you're really true. good at, and that's great because some people are not good at he that. He
0: peed on my couch. Come okay, about
1: well, that. <laughs> that's when you can trust your guy.
0: <laughs> but like I was like, he walks weird, and then he peed on my couch, and I was
1: like, well. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Maybe you really had to pee, and that's why he was walking weird. No. Okay. Um, but it's similar to the way people would be like, I just knew in that moment he was my husband. And then it like almost never is. But then like they've yeah. said that for every person they've met, so by the time it is their husband, like that story still applies. Yeah. You know, it's just like, stop with the stories. Stop with the, like, pre-decisions. Yeah. Do pay attention if you feel fully repulsed or scared. Mmm... Like you're in danger, scared, not scared, repulsed. like nervous. <laughs> half repulse, I'm okay with. Go forward, go forward with half repulse.
0: I guess like um, what is okay. So, huh, man. I guess so. So yesterday I downloaded Hinge, and this morning I deleted it because again, sure, man, facial fatigue. Mm. It's real. Yeah. What are like? Your, what are your specific favorite? apps to be using
1: I don't think they're all that different. I think coffee meets bagel is the one that sends you a certain amount so that yeah. could prevent fatigue because it's not like a black hole. yeah I also think hinge is just like a slower more thoughtful process than the swipier ones like bumble and um, yeah tinder. I think it's worth trying different ones and seeing. But I, I honestly I mean most people are on multiples, so it's not like a totally different pool of people. Yeah. Like I think okay, Cupid is like that more detailed, like yeah. maybe slightly nerdier people who are again not in there necessarily for the quick meetup yeah. kind of thing. So maybe some of the slower ones would be better for what you. What about like the match.com That's always the an option. Ones. If if you think I mean, I've never done those, but, um, like I haven't done them for a client or anything, but I know that people do them and they find success. I think for you, probably anything that would take a little more, well, I have mixed feelings because on the one hand, I'm like, for you, you need something with more thought. And then I'm like, no, you already have too much thought. Maybe you should just go (laughs) Maybe you should just fuck it and get to the uh, date.
0: I, I mean, I would love to. Again, yeah. like of all the unread, the apparent like twelve or thirteen unread responses, and I'm saying like, oh hey, hey, so and so, really love your photos. Like, what's your favorite country you visited mm. so far? Or like, oh hey, love your photos. Like, is your dog like whatever? Like, totally being like, I'm
1: interested in you. What's have you heard? You? Have you heard my line? What's my line? No that i give to everyone what is it
0: oh it's not like an app
1: no because <laughs> it sounds like an app no, when i'm gonna start an app that, uh, just, that just generates lines for you. have you done that in my line no my line that i give to people that you may use yeah it works really well i can say from experience is nice face exclamation point it takes all the work out of it for you everyone for some reason thinks it's specific to them yeah and like because I don't want this to be exhausting for you. I don't want you to feel like the the app is not the place to be putting the work in. The app is not the place to be like, let me find something interesting in their profile that I can say to get them to talk to me and show that I'm interested. The app is the place to be like, nice face. And then they're like, thanks. Da-da-da. And you're like, what wow. else is new? And they're like, da da And you're like, cool, when should we get a drink? Yeah. Like, that's what should be the app. Four or five exchanges get to the drink. You shouldn't be overanalyzing the way they talk, the way they message, how quickly they respond, what's on their profile, what this picture looks like. Yeah. No one is good at this, especially guys. So you just need to get off the app and into person, and you need to do whatever is going to require the least of you. Yeah. So come up with a cute little opener that feels specific but isn't, and you hit copy and paste. A hundred guys. Yeah. And then just get to the date. And whoever gets to the date first gets to go on the date with you. Yeah. You know, and then you go on the date. You always know what you're going to wear. So you don't have to think about it. You know where you're going to go. You're not going to them. You're not finding a place in between. They're coming to you. You're going to the bar that you want to go to. You're getting the drink you want to get. You have a two hour time limit. Two drink maximum. Go have some things in mind you want to talk about. You want to perform about. Go make them think you like them and then leave. Yeah. And, like, just make it quick and easy for yourself. Yeah. And then after that, whoever wants to go out with you again will do the follow-up. And if not, and if you really like them, you can be like, hey, had a great time with you. Let me know if you want to do it again. Yeah. And then you're done. Like, it shouldn't require much work from you. Yeah. Because it is going to be a little emotionally harder for you. The logistics and all that should just be done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It doesn't have to be miserable nightmare town. It can be, if not fun, at least less painful, (laughs) like somewhat painless. But if you want to completely go off the apps, then I would say to you, challenge yourself to give out your number once a week after your shows are probably a great time to do it. Also challenge yourself once a week to do something that gets you out in public that is not comedy. Yeah. So whether it's going out for drinks with a girlfriend, you're like, our mission is to find someone to give our phone number to. Yeah. Or I'm going to go volunteer at a dog shelter or I'm going to go like, I don't know, what are other activities people do in LA? Beach things? Like I don't know. I don't know. Stuff.
0: I'm like in my house writing and working and then I have, like I'm so like in my routine and then I have maybe two hours and then I go to either do shows or. Yeah doing some other
1: kind of work-related thing. Well, I would challenge you to go sit at a coffee shop instead yeah. of in your house, if you can. Make eye contact with people, if you can. Just not even like, oh, you're going to go meet someone at a coffee shop, but just to like get out in the world and see who's out there and yeah. not just on your apps, you know what I mean? And to feel like part of the world. And then when, it sounds like you're very busy, but when you have time to do something unrelated to comedy where you can just be out in the world, I don't know if you want to join us team or a league yeah. or like i know someone who joined a ceramic studio and she just goes there and makes pots and talks to people like something unrelated you know but that yeah. was fun for you where you could potentially meet someone or you could just have a good time and like not feel like your happiness is wrapped up in your career and finding someone yeah you know because i think we do that a lot we're like those are the two things i have to figure out
0: or an arranged marriage I could or oh i
1: like that but that, that, that could suck, too, I have to tell you.
0: Yeah, but then it's
1: done. Then it's done. <laughs> then you don't have to worry. Let me think who I can arrange a marriage with for you. What? This let is another my mom case do of it, importing. it be like
0: a 47-year-old Jewish lawyer. There you go.
1: I think you like, could go to another yes. country and import. I love that, too. That would be great. I would
0: love an import. Yeah. I would love a Midwest import. I like Midwest guys. They're really nice, cute. I love Boston boys. That's there needs of them. to be
1: an app where you can... Set it to another part of the country. You can't Tinder. You can pay for
0: it and then you can swipe in that part of the country. Do you ever do that? No, because I feel like it's weird to be like, hey, I don't live there, um...
1: No, what you do is just be like, "Hey, oh, I was just there for the show. Locations must still be weird. I'm fine with lying in this case. Yeah. And then like start talking, whatever. Like if you're sitting at home anyway, what's wrong with having a nice pen pal? And then you just start talking. You're like, "Oh, do you ever come out to L.A.? Oh, cool. Yeah. Like have some. I want you to have fun. So I want you to get that like flirty fun energy of people being into you and like understand that that does exist here. But whatever can kind of get you like this is. I'm kind of having feeling myself. Like, I'm feeling good. You know, I feel like people are interested in me. Yeah. And it's up to me to be more open to them. Yeah. Maybe try that. I'm not opposed to that. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever works. People do crazier shit all the time. I know. You know, people meet people on vacation and then get married. So, like... That you can blows do my it. mind, but that can happen. Uh, so like, or like people who meet on airplanes, like or
0: if we're sitting next to each other. I'm like, you talk to people on airplanes, you psychopath. Yeah,
1: like <laughs> what? You can do that too, but like, or you could be to someone who lives in Idaho. Like, hey, I actually don't live there, but I'm just so sick of men in LA. Want to talk? Like, who cares? You know, yeah. like play with it, have fun with it. Yeah, I think you have to. Treat these people more like they're your audience, they're your plaything, and you can play them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you can have fun with them, you can get what you want out of them. Yeah. And I think you can do it. Thank you for well. letting me yell at you for an hour and 15 <laughs> minutes. You did, I mean, you did yell at me. They I yelled just, a little, I but am,
0: like, I, yeah, I am like all these things. I'm like, I inherently know no, them. Yeah. But it, it, again, it's just like, convincing yeah. yourself it's convincing myself and then it's just like the guys that i like are just not responding
1: i think you have to stop saying that again i don't believe in magic thinking, know no, i, I d- do believe in like do. don't continue telling yourself these stories because also my guess is that you get like 10 or 15 guys that don't respond and you're like well Guess this isn't working. You need to get, like, a thousand before you're allowed to say that. Okay. You know? Like, you just need to think bigger. It's a numbers game, and you're not allowed to feel rejected after, like, 10 or 15. If you walk into a bar with 15 guys, would you expect one of them to end up your boyfriend? No. Probably not. Yeah. So, you got to think, like, I much, more much bigger. expect one of them bigger. to, like, be like, oh, hi. Well, probably they would, but also me. in person is very different. Yeah. So, this is, like, even it, 10 to 15 guys on an app is, like, Three guys in person, you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's fractional because like people are not real people, which is why you have to get to the date. Because once yeah. you're in person, so much more can happen. But 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 so you just need to be casting a much wider net. Yeah. But you have to decide you really want to. That's that's where you have to decide. I mean, and if no, you, I don't think I want to right now. That's fine. You definitely don't have to. Yeah. When you do want to, you can come back and I'll yell at you some more. Well, give I'm, you some I'm, real I'm homework.
0: Well, look, it starts every time I start ovulating. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Track it by the moon. Yes. love it. <laughs> so I've got a week and a half. Then we'll... Then we'll see. Then we'll see. But I would encourage you to consistently do one or the other, at least for like a month. Yeah. Like either be totally off, totally free, nothing, nothing, nothing for a month and see how you feel and if you're ready to get back on, if you're over the fatigue and focus on some other things. And in the time you would go on a date, go do something else for yourself, yeah. which is not just going home. Or decide... When you start ovulating, okay, month, no stopping, <laughs> swiping half an hour a day, five days a week, can take two days off, going to give out my number once a week, going to yeah. go to an event once a week. Like I'm going for it. I'm yeah. going to see how it goes when I just have bigger numbers than I've had before. Yeah. Because you don't want to get too like focused in on the, I've had five rejections today. It's like I've had a hundred rejections today. Like who cares? These yeah. it doesn't matter. Get to the date. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Jenny Zagrino on Instagram. Everything. Everything. Jenny Zagrino, J E N N Y Z I G R I N O. Yes. Jenny Zagrino. She it. is amazing. You'll see her on TV. Um, we'll probably feature you on Single Crush Saturday, whether you want to be I featured love her or not. To. So you can DM us if you're into her. She's gorgeous and amazing and hilarious and so open. Even after that, you think people would still be into it? I would. <laughs> They'd be like, wow, she's a
0: closed off. You girl. are. But like,
1: who doesn't love a challenge? You know what I mean? Mean? it's true i am close. you off. are I'm just i'm yeah. just
0: exhausted yeah
1: i get it but i want you to start thinking of it differently it's the same as your career you got to put the effort in if you want the result yeah and it can be fun to put the effort in because this is your personal audience that's true just charm the pants off of them yeah great um you are so great thank you for coming thank on you. thank you so much come back anytime if okay. you want to rethink your strategy <laughs> um and i hope that was somewhat helpful and you are wonderful thank you thank you Just a tip, a dating tip. After we finished, which is what always happens here, um, Jenny was like, yeah, so I'm, go- I'm shooting a movie this week, which is so cool. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. You should meet someone on set. And she was like, well, I already, maybe like one of the co stars. No. Um, As I've suggested to performers before, I told her, you should be focusing on the crew. And then she was like, yeah, maybe a producer. And I was like, no, you should be focusing on the crew. How about a nice gaffer or a DP? Someone with a beard who's good with their hands and doesn't need the spotlight or the attention and is spending their whole time watching you and how talented you are. And she was like, well, but don't you think that they see like actresses all day and you know, I I read some article about people being exposed to a certain type of thing and that's what they start being attracted to So they probably wouldn't be attracted to me. I just hear so many reasons why it can't be you and why it's going to be someone else and why you're not pretty enough, skinny enough, smart enough, rich enough, anything enough. Listen, the worst people in the world have partners. So like, You can have a partner. You deserve what everyone else deserves. And the only person telling you you don't is you. So first of all, if you're in any type of situation with with coworkers or whatever... Instead of always going for the top dog, the most confident, attractive, whatever, look at the people who are a little quieter, who maybe don't get as much immediate attention like the crew members, and decide, hmm, maybe I'm not going to do what everyone else I assume is doing. I'm going to actually give someone a chance that doesn't always get a chance. So first, be the change you want to see in the world. Second of all, assume it's a yes. Assume you are good enough and assume that if everyone else can have it, you can too. Also, know that not everyone has it and everyone is struggling together. So let's all be in this and support each other. Um, But the point is don't come up with stories, don't come up with reasons. We could all cite a million articles saying men don't like redheads, men don't like people who are left handed. I'm both of those things, you know, people don't like me because this, people are exposed to this, people want a skinny, famous actress. No, they don't. They want you, but you have to believe that and you have to want you to. So stop with the stories. If you catch yourself telling yourself a story or coming up with reasons why you're going to get rejected before someone even has the chance to reject you, notice it and let that story go and decide that you are the only one rejecting yourself and you are the only one with the power to stop. If you have questions, comments, problems, things you want to talk about, email us at notyourtherapistpodcast at gmail.com. Reach out to us on Instagram, notyourtherapistpodcast. Thank you for rating and reviewing. We appreciate that. Thank you to Jenny Zagrino, who is Jenny Zagrino everywhere. You can find her and you will see her on our Single Crush Saturday. Thank you to our beautiful producer, Christine Bartolucci, Melissa Gruen, and all of you for listening and making dating fun.